Welcome to the Pre-Match, a footballing podcast delivered to your ears every weekend of the football season. As you know by now, you can find us on all the major podcast networks. And thank you to everyone who has found us so far. Apple, Google, TuneIn, everything. Again, thanks to everyone for getting in touch via social media. Our hashtag, our handle, hashtag, our handle is at Pre-MatchPod. I am at Graham Bailey. He is at Craig underscore Honeyman. How are you doing, Craig? Really good, Graham. Um, bit sad that the the Premier League season's coming to an end uh, this this weekend, and uh, football's heading towards the summer, which is uh, always a little bit of a sad time for me. Yeah, it's obvious. Well, it's, it's good for me as a transfer as a transfer correspondent. It tends to get a bit busy, but it's constant now. Football's always there, isn't it? It's um, never never long for us too long. As you said, we are coming to the end of our first season of the pre-match. Thank you, everyone who's listened to us so far. We'll we'll take a couple of weeks off, aren't we, Craig? At the end of this month, but we'll be back in a, in a couple of weeks because there's going to be lots and lots of transfers to talk about. So we're not going to yeah. be short of subject matter. One transfer we're going to just touch on before we get into the previews and look back at Rangers. Uh, European quest in midweek career. Kylian Mbappe there's not much to say really we um, we know that the announcement is coming this weekend by all accounts I've been doing a few stories on it this week both clubs seem to think they're keeping him or getting him sorry Real and PSG so hey we'll leave it to the player to decide Craig it's impossible to guess this one at the minute isn't it but um, personally I would be surprised if he didn't go to Real would you Craig? Um, I, it's just we've touched on it before. The the Qatari owners at PSG want to make a statement with the World Cup being in Qatar uh, this year, later this year, and I think they'll pull out all the stops to keep him. Um, I think they'll offer him mind blowing money to stay, and because of that, I think he might just stay. And this impacts on everything, doesn't it? Impacts on Zidane going in there as manager. Ronaldo, everything. Yeah, I was going to say Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, and it's, he's not, it's a fascinating knock-on effect for transfer markets because you don't think it has an impact because then if you're United let Ronaldo go, then do they go for Anthony or Darwin Nunes? Then that kicks on to if someone if Liverpool don't get Anthony, who do they go for? It's fascinating, isn't it? It really is. These some of these decisions have such a knock on a ripple effect in the in the lake in a still lake, so to speak, when you throw a pebble in. But we'll see. We'll touch on that next week. Well, hopefully it'll be done by this time next week, Craig. We're getting we never get sick of talking in Mbappe, but he's approaching no. that. He's approaching that level at the moment, isn't he? Um, I agree. I think I think it's like you know we we've we've spoke about it in previous weeks. He's the highest profile Bosman free transfer ever. Yeah, and well, to be fair, we've got we know that Mr. Rudiger is going to Real Madrid. Yes, Paul, we Pog, do. Paul Pogba, it looks to be down between Juventus and Paris Saint Germain. We've talked about Pogba a lot as well, so maybe he might be next week as well. But those yeah. three um, leads on to 2023 because we could see some even bigger ones in 2023, but we'll touch on that in the summer as contract talks happen or not in some cases. Um, but Craig, we're going to touch on Rangers. A wonderful um, game in midweek for, for the... For someone like me, he was a bit old-fashioned. The old um, likes a bit defended. I thought it was a good tussle between two two teams. And I must admit, can I, can I just say one thing first, Greg? I thought the referee was brilliant. I thought the referee... Graham, oh, did, did, the way, did you the see... way he allowed the game to flow. And the players got used to it. They stopped, to, apart from Bori up from, for the, the little Brazilian, everyone stopped appealing and just got on with it. Yeah, did, did, did you see also, Graham, um, before penalties were taken, he called both captains over mm. and called both managers over uh, and said to them, whoever wins, please uh, be dignified towards the other team. I thought that was a real touch of class. Oh, I, I didn't hear it because I, I, was, I was in a 
I was in I was in Spain actually. I was in Barcelona. There's a few Rangers fans around actually, so I did get a bit of the atmosphere in Spain. And yeah, I, I saw him, but I thought the referee was brilliant from yeah, me the, too. from the accidental um, head injury um, that John yep. John Lundstrom caused. Because I, I I suspect I didn't see. I suspect he was wearing blades, Craig. Yeah, the way it's like, it's like, but was. there was there was no malice in that whatsoever, was there? And he could no. that game could have been ruined by some referees in the bar. But what a game that referee had! Fair play, I can't remember, I don't even know his name because I didn't see it on the thing. But um, fair play to him. But Craig, looking back, it, it was a good it was a good cup tie. I think Rangers had their moments and Frankfurt had theirs. Um, one one all after extra time. Do you think that was fair? But did, how did you see the game? Um, I, I thought during 90 minutes, Frankfurt were the better team. Um, obviously, Rangers got, got ahead and then Frankfurt came back, as we know. Um, then I thought in extra time, Rangers, if anyone was going to win it, as the game went, I thought it was going to be Rangers. Ryan Kent had that chance later on. Well, great, so Kevin, great, Kevin, Kevin Trapp had a great game, didn't he? Tra- Trapp was brilliant. That save later on was just phenomenal. Yeah, he, he was excellent. And then, um, obviously, we went into penalties, Graham. And I, I've got... So you've got to be brave to stand up and take a penalty. I just thought no, it was really... And obviously, the, for those who don't know, obviously, Aaron Ramsey was brought on with four minutes to go in normal to time in pace of fashion to Gala, who I must admit, I wouldn't have trusted to take one. But Aaron Ramsey came on and uh, probably the highest paid player on the pitch by some way. That doesn't matter. You know, he's a wonderful player and, and everyone's t- everyone's capable of taking a bad penalty. And unfortunately, it was him, wasn't it? And it was another, it was European hard, heartbreak, wasn't it? But they gave it their all range, didn't they? To be fair, Craig, it was, it was a good game. And uh, I thought, it, is almost right. It went to penalties, really. Yeah. Look, I mean, it was. Sakala was a strange one, Grimps. He was subbed on and then subbed off, wasn't he? So that yeah. was. That well, was I, I, I will say, Craig. I thought I thought Frankfurt had the best player in Kostic, the left-sided Serbian, I believe he is. Yeah. And and I tell you what, he'll be. I, I I wonder. I bet he's supplying bullets during the World Cup. He was a good player. He was one I was told to watch out for before the game. I thought he was excellent. Um, one thing I do look back on this for. Look on look on this game, Craig. And I'm not rubbing salt in the West Ham wounds here, but they must have been watching that final. Oh, wow. I, I tell you what, they'll be 10 years' time, Craig. Like, with, uh, with our Middlesbrough hats on, yeah, we look back at our Seville final and we never get too down about it because it, no. it was Danny Alves, Enzo Maresca. There were some world class players in, in, yeah. wait, in waiting there. And I'm not disputing Frankfurt a good team, but there's very few potential world class players in that team. And Rangers, as we know, is working like in 10 years' time, West Ham. We'll look back at that and think they will never, or even even in six weeks' time, they'll never ever get a better chance to win a European trophy. The beat the Frank the Frankfurt jump straight into the the Champions League now as no, well. No, no, uh, um, yes, they do. They, they do qualify. So, uh, and uh, the last time I looked, they were mid-table in the Bundesliga. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and that is the thing as well, Craig. This is for a decent team, but they're not a great team out of Frankfurt. No, I I I don't think so. I I, I just think from. Um, from West Ham's perspective, as we say, Craig, the league table never lies. It doesn't. From West Ham's perspective, I don't think we'll get a better chance to qualify for the Champions League. Uh, so, so as we stand, Craig, Eintracht Frankfurt are eleventh. Yeah. It, um. And so, yeah. So, much and Gladbach, Hoffenheim, Mainz ahead of them. There was some way of qualifying for Europe. I don't know how that'll impact on. Um, I don't know. I think it means there'll be five teams for Germany. So there'll be, as it stands, well, as it's finished, it's Bayern, Dortmund, Leverkusen, and RB Leipzig, who I do wonder about the Bundesliga because I wasn't impressed by Leipzig at all. And Dortmund, another team who Rangers beat Craig, to, um, they just got rid of Marco Rosa, didn't they, yep. today? Which, um, 
Can you raise some eyebrows, Graham. Yeah, because you know, I, and and it raised my eyebrows, Graham, because I think their rebuild is going very well. They've got Karim Adeyemi going yeah. in. They've got Nico Schottenberg back, the centre half from Freiburg, who's a wonderful talent who Newcastle tried to get, but he's only twenty three. So it's yeah, it's a, it's, not, it's very undortmund like, isn't it, that they've done that yeah. for me? Because they they finished second, so. Um, but hey, we don't really follow Bundesliga too closely, do we, Craig? So it's hard no. to know that if it, there might have been politics involved in that. But talking of Rangers, Craig, they can pick themselves up this weekend because they have the Scottish Cup final on Saturday where they're playing Heart of Midlothian. It, it could end up being quite a good season for Giovanni in some ways, Craig. Second, I know, but a European final and Scottish Cup. That'll paper over a few cracks if they do win. Um, I must admit, Craig, I haven't seen much of Hearts this season. I think I've seen them once. I've seen a lot of Rangers, and I'd be very surprised if Hearts can overcome Rangers, if I'm being honest. But yeah, I said, I haven't, I haven't seen too much of Hearts. No, I, I, think, I think they've had a disappointing season, Graham, to, to, to be honest. Um, if, you, if you look at um, the, the Scottish League, um, you look at Aberdeen without Derek McInnes, for example, you look at Hibs, Hearts. You know, it's Hibs have just appointed Lee Johnson as well, so congratulations to him for getting that job. Um, he beat John Dal Thomas in that job, Greg. Wow. Who was the wow. former Mal? Yeah, it's quite a good reputation, John Dal. He, he was forging for one. He, um, so, yeah, interesting appointment, that one. It's not hard to going to finish third in the league, aren't they? So, Dundee United, uh, Pip to fourth. Ross County, Motherwell, Hibs, Livingston. Had, had to finish in third by an yeah. absolute country mile as well, Craig. Yeah. Yeah, and well done. To, to, but hats off to uh, likes of Livingston as well and Ross County, firmly in mid-table on their budgets. That's well done to them as well. It's Aberdeen, that are the big underachievers this year, massive underachievers. Yeah, with those budgets, and Dun- Dundee will be disappointed to go down at the first attempt, won't they? So yeah, um, and so we we both think Rangers are going to take the Scottish Cup for home, then, Craig, this weekend. Yeah, I think Rangers will win it comfortably three 0 uh, Another game we'll touch on before we get to the Premier League final day, uh, League One playoff final, Craig. Yep. Um, it's a bit why is it on the same times as Scottish Cup final? No, I know it's not huge, but you would think they'd do them at different times, wouldn't you? Anyway, yeah, but both at three o'clock on Saturday, bit of a shame. Uh, Sunderland taking on Wickham. I, I still either heavy fancy for Wickham Craig, I'm not going to change my mind. Um, it'll be interesting game this one. I don't think it'll be a classic, but I said I think Wickham, Wickham will win this one 2 0. They're both in they're both in really good form, um, mm. Wickham and, and Sunland. Um, you know, Wickham, <clears throat> sorry, Sunland haven't lost since MK Dons beat them. It's Alex Neal's only defeat. Um, Wickham lost against MK Dons 1-0, didn't they, in the second leg? Um, and then beaten by Wickham and Accrington, um, which was kind of strange. Sorry, Wigan and Accrington even, strange results. I've got a feeling Sunderland are going to win this, Graham. Um, I just think they've had so many disappointments at Wembley, um, so many woeful performances. They've been, they've had the heartbreak of a penalty shootout. I think this could be their time. I think Alex Neal, as you alluded to in, in a previous pod, knows his way out of the playoffs. Obviously, to, you know, we know as Middlesbrough fans are getting bopped by Norwich, uh, which I still blame Aitor Karanka for to this day. Um but I think Alex Neal has been there. He's experienced. He'll have the players relaxed. And I think Sunderland's going to win it. Okay. And obviously we have the Championship and League 2 next week, which we'll cover in our European special when we do the Champions League, Conference League 
as well, which will be coming next Wednesday. I think we're going to do out with Craig a bit early in the week yep. so we get the conference league in as well. Um, but yeah, I do this league one. It's a strange one. It, it, I don't know why the um, and the, why is this one ahead of the league two and championship? I very, don't know. very bizarre. But we'll put it down to the World Cup. We'll blame everything on Qatar next few months, won't we? Um, and that is one of the ones that is blamed. However, one thing that is sticking to routine, Craig, we've got. Um, on Sunday, we have the full Premier League slate. It's the last day of the Premier League season, Craig. Yeah. And the Premier League title um, still hasn't been decided, Craig, um, yet. Um, so that means I, I was um, um, being assigned to a game. Uh, if Liverpool had lost in midweek, I was going to Burnley, Newcastle. As it happens, they've won, so I'm going to Man City. I've, yeah. never, se- I've never seen a league title. I've seen Middlesbrough in the Football League, but I've never seen the top flight Premier League title lifted actually why why would it um so i'm going to see man city villa where i presume well we'll get on to it as we go through the games yeah. oh actually let's let's do man city and liverpool first Greg. let's do yeah. the title. let's do the title yeah. winning first we've got man city playing villa liverpool playing wolverhampton wanderers um let's touch on liverpool first greg, greg before, uh, before i jump into that can you make a comment on both games which is a little bit which is a little bit weird really right um what obviously liverpool signed Diego Jota uh, from from Wolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a clause in uh, Diego Jota's contract transfer agreement that um, Liverpool will pay a sizable additional fee if they win the league. <laughs> yes, yes, right, yes, yeah, yeah, right. So City are playing Villa. The same applies Jack to Jack Grealish. Yeah, Jack yeah, Grealish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so. so Financially, in the boardroom for both Wolves and Aston Villa, so we're not talking small amounts of money, mate. We're talking about sizable chunks yeah, of money. I, ima- I imagine the Jack Grealish one is um, is is big. Although, although with Grealish, why would they have agreed to? Was that part of just the release clause that they 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 got add-ons it, it, as part of that clause? It, it's, anyway? it's, part, it's part of the deal. The way the deal was brokered that. Um, if or they did, win, or did, did they do a structure? Did, did Villa allow City? Yeah, so they didn't a, have to pay it all out. Oh, it was okay. a structured yeah. deal where if they win the Premier League, that's an additional. So they didn't have to pay 100 million in one goal last year. No, listen, they won't be paying 100 million in one goal anyway. This, but this will be addition. Yeah. So whatever fee they agreed to pay, it was a reported 100 million. That'll be paid over four years, no, no doubt about it, right? Rather than one instalment. Um, however, however, there are additional bonuses. Um, should Jack Grealish win the Ballon d'Or, for example? Should Should um, Man City win the Champions League? Should Man City win the Premier League in his first season? Um, so Aston Villa could benefit and so could Wolves from players there. And they're playing, ironically, last game of the season, Liverpool and City. Yeah, it's... Um... It's interesting. It really is a fascinating, which I didn't I didn't think about, but yeah, it's a fascinating one. Um, so we're probably not gonna take too much time on these two games. I will, no. I'm not gonna pre I'm not gonna I'm not gonna preempt you, Craig. Um I think this is the hard Liverpool's hard of the two games. Um I'm not even convinced they'll put a full team out, Craig. I think that but I think they'll win two 0 yeah, I, I think Liverpool are going to win this comfortably 3-0. But because, of, because, of his, because of the Champions League. I'm not, I'm not, Jürgen isn't bitter, but he's thinking of the Champions League next Saturday. I, I'm, I agree with you. I think Jürgen Klopp will make numerous changes to his starting eleven to ensure that he's got players fresh for, for next week. Um, I think we could see different fullbacks playing. I think we could see Joe Gomez and uh, Simicast playing. 
Uh, it'll be interesting to see, Grim, if, if Van Dyke plays, because I've got a feeling he might he might partner uh, Kunyate and uh, and Matip for the game and give Van Dyke a, a rest. Um, and I think also he might rest Salah and Mane. Um, it'll be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then on to City, Craig. Um, will I be watching City lift the Premier League? title i think i will be with yep. after a three after a four nil win yeah i think listen kyle walker's back john stones is back they'll both be in the match day squad city squad's phenomenal um you know, we're talking off air about some of rodri's stats graham and his uh his his possession recoveries in the premier league is the highest at 284 for the season followed by declan rice hoiberg Norgard and Ward Prowse um, in the in the top five. Um, we'll see a full strength Man City team who will just have far far too much for Aston Villa, and they will win this comfortably four nil. So that is the title decided, Craig. Let's look at the um, top four battle, Craig. Yep. Look at Everton secured their um, uh, Premier League status in midweek. Um, and so that was that was an interesting. Um, we're, look, we're looking. We're looking at obviously Tottenham, uh, so Arsenal, so Arsenal, Everton, and Tottenham at Norwich. Yeah. yeah listen, there's a there's a food poison bug, um, or a stomach bug swept through the Spurs camp over the past three four days, Graham, and uh, you know, Harry Kane's ducked his media duties today. As a result, that he's laid up in bed. I understand. So. You know, get your conspiracy theories started now. Is the is the chef an Arsenal fan? I don't know, um, but that could impact. I think Spurs will go to Norwich and win comfortably three uh, nil. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with Craig. I think Tottenham it's their chance to win. They win, they're in, and so I think Spurs are in, um, and then Arsenal uh, should win two nil. Yeah. Arsenal will beat Everton 3-0 comfortably. And, um, okay, so we think top four will be Tottenham, taking the last yep. spot, Craig. Craig. Um, so let's go down to the bottom, Craig. Yeah. Um, we think that... Um, or should we do the other games before we get to... Um, so it's Le- Leeds and... Yeah, let's, uh, do let's, let's, let's do the other games. So Brighton, West Ham. West Ham, how is, uh, West Ham have still got a chance. They can finish in... They can finish above Man United, I believe. Yeah, two point. The two points address. So they're in seventh, secure seventh. Well done, to David Moyes. Terrific yep. achievement that. So they can finish in sixth. Brighton. I, I was so impressed by Brighton last week, Craig. I saw them. At, I saw them at Leeds. They played some wonderful stuff. But the last two games, he's he's changed, he's brought Adam Webster on for some reason. Just after sixty minutes, I did notice he did exactly the same thing in against United. But then he did the same at Leeds as well. And yeah. he, Solly March was actually playing right wing back, Craig, and he was. Brilliant. Brilliant. He was he was cutting in, and they've got so many good players. You got the group Pascal Gross, Trossard, McAllister. Very hard to tell the difference. So some of my tweets, I could I was struggling to tell the difference between those three diminutive players. They look very similar. Um, but on the back of what I saw from Brighton, I think they're going to win this. And 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 can kind I of just? But we we talked about English strikers, Craig, and and this season there hasn't been that many. Danny Welbeck last week, Craig at Leeds was brilliant. He played the number nine role, a wonderful finish, held the ball up. I tell you what, it was one of the best I've ever seen him play. 
Um, but yeah, on to this one. I think 2-1 Brighton might be a decent game though. Yeah, listen, we say West Ham, Graham. You know, West Ham finished sixth last season. Yeah. You, you know, so we say David Moyes has done a brilliant job this season. He did a brilliant job last season. Yeah. That shouldn't that shouldn't be understated. They finished sixth and seventh. Could still finish sixth depending on, on the Man United result. And this is that squad as well. The fact they didn't sign, they took a risk in January, but it's David Sullivan, it's probably paid off because his wallet is still nice and chunky, yeah. having not paid, paid 50 million for a yeah. striker in January. Yeah, Graham, and you know what, what my feelings are about Jared Boyne and for a, for a long, long time. I think he's been one of the most impressive players in the in the Premier League this season. I think he and Declan Rice have been sensational for West Ham. And I think West Ham are going to go here, Graham, and beat Brighton 3-1 and nick sixth place from Manchester United. Oh, oh yeah, OK, sorry, I've... Yeah, so Palace, yeah, my United, uh, yeah, and obviously we just like to mention Craig Eric Ten Hag is in the country. Yeah, he's working. He will be at the game. Ralph Ragnick will be picking the team. Yeah, uh, well, to believe um, Eric Ten Hag is open talks with numerous players. David De Gea and I think Ronaldo were first in the queue, and it seems that Ronaldo is thinking about staying. But as we alluded to, I think the Mbappe situation may have a bearing on yep. his future possibly. Um, David De Gea, yeah, as we said before. United have got a lot of issues, Craig, and David De Gea isn't one of them. Um, no. So I think Eric Ten Hag will be looking at other things before yes. he's looking at David De Gea, who's been brilliant again this season. He really has. Um, yeah, yes. And so um, be some youngsters playing for both teams. But yeah, I think Conor Gallagher will sign off in style. Three-one Palace. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think. I think yeah, I think two-one Crystal Palace, Graham. Um, I thought they were brilliant in the first half against Everton. Uh, and just capitulated in the second half. Uh, Everton scored that early goal, didn't they? Uh, uh, Keane scored it and give them momentum to build upon. Uh, and then they had too much. The, the crowd at Goodison Park, when they behaved themselves, were, were magnificent uh, and almost sucked the ball into the net. Um, United, uh, Palace are going to uh, United are going to feel a backlash of that, and, and Palace are going to win two one. And it's going to be an awful season for United, who who have Graham cancelled their end of season Player of the Year awards. Oh, have they? Yes, they have. Because shame. the players didn't want to attend. All right. Okay. Well, we already know who's won it. Yeah. Good old Cristiano. Yes. Um, so we turn that one on to Chelsea Watford. Uh, Craig, um, Chelsea yeah. third uh, takeover. This game, um, be a few youngsters playing this one. I don't expect anything special here. Two 0 Chelsea. Yeah, I think Chelsea want to sign off with a with a bit of class. They've been form has been poor of late, hasn't it? Really. Um, I think Chelsea will win this three 0 comfortable three 0 and Watford will go back and look to get promotion next season. And takes us on to Leicester Southampton. Yeah, uh, interesting one. Somewhere's both these teams. Um, done okay. Leicester, Leicester really are looking at a big rebuild in the summer for what we believe. Yeah. Um, but and Rodgers is the man to do it. Southampton yep. done okay, but they're going to lose. But they they need a bit of a refresh, I think, as well, Craig. A little bit. Yeah. Um, I think like Romeo and Ward Prowse yeah. has been wonderful for them. Um, and he'll be integral to them again. This one, interesting game, one all. I, I fancy Leicester to win this 3 0, Graham. Um, wow. Madison's banging form, isn't he? He scored 11 Premier League goals, James Madison, this season, Graham. He scored in his last three Premier League games. 
I think he'll want to sign up and style go again. Uh, Jimmy Vardy on the back of the infamous Wagatha Christie case appeared in the in in the High Court this week. Um, he'll probably want to sign off the season with a with a bang and a couple of goals. He's scored. Four I, bet he's, I bet he's getting some stick on the pitch as oh, well from the opposition. Mate. I bet he's absolutely taking it. <laughs> he, I think he will this weekend. I think he'll dish some out. I think he'll score uh, and they'll win 3-0. Three, three Interesting. They're a Leicester team full, pack full of potential. And we know Telemans is probably going to go because but I, I like Leicester. He's, he's not signed a contract, so you move on. But for finding a side new deal. But Dewsbury Hall, Madison Barnes, they're still full of talent. There. Uh, Harvey really Barnes. Graham, Harvey Barnes but, is the one the, to watch me look next that, look, at that, look at that midfield, English midfield three. And we yeah. always go on about, we always go on about this brilliant dearth of English midfielders. Leicester have got three outstanding yeah. ones there. Yeah. I love I love Juice Pell, I really do. Right, this brings us on to the relegation Ooh. battle, Greg. We have Brentford versus Leeds and Burnley v Newcastle. Let's touch on Leeds first. Um, they are currently third from bottom. They're the one. Oh, no, sorry. Let's touch on, yeah, Leeds are third from bottom, Craig, as we know. Yep. Um, the, it was Burnley's draw. Um, the mid- I forget who they played in midweek. Who did they play in midweek? Burnley played Villa in midweek. Yeah, um, went midweek. ahead and, and drew the game one all. Massive so, point for on, So on goal difference, which leads, we've said before, horrific difference. Horrific, yeah. That the, they have got there are doing... Um, the mind leads are minus 38, Grim, and Burnley are minus 18. How can you be 20 goals, Burn? But it's ridiculous. So, it is. And, 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 and yeah, you know, I was at the Leeds game last weekend. There's a few chances of Marcello Bielsa, not not much because some, and there was pockets booing that as well. There was pockets of Leeds right. fans against that because because this isn't Jesse Marsh's team. This isn't Jesse Marsh's fault, this Greg. It really isn't. And this defense, uh, did you see, did you see the Welbeck goal, by the way, Greg? Yes, I did. The way he put De- and Diego Lorente, that summed up Diego Lorente the season where Welbeck put him on his backside. Yeah, that summed up here, and he's one of the highest paid players at the club. But anyway, uh, Brentford leads. I I just don't see with Christian Eriksen's farewell game, Craig. I think at best they might get a draw leads if I'm being, yeah. I, but I just don't see it, Craig. I think two one Brentford. I, I wish yeah. they'd all the very best, and and part of me wants them to stay up. It really does, but. I, I don't I don't see how to get anything from this Graham Craig two one to to Brentford for me. Yeah, Graham Brentford if they win can finish in the top ten. Yeah, which for the first brilliant. season of Premier League would yeah. be a magnificent achievement. Yeah. And uh, I I think Christian Eriksen goes down as one of the signings of the season. Oh, without a doubt, without the, a doubt, the yeah. impact he's had there is is phenomenal. And a, I, a, a I, bit I, like, I, don't, I think it will be his farewell appearance, though, Craig, won't it? Me he too. Has, yeah, because the the thing what he has done, he's shown he's very much still. We always knew he had the world class talent, but he's hit the ground running and shown it straight away, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been he's been, sense, he's been their best player, Graham. No, no, yeah. no, no doubt about it. And he plays forward, and he, he's such an intelligent football player. Uh, and it's his his return to form is magnificent and great, great for us to see. Uh, great for all football fans, neutrals, Brentford fans. Doesn't matter who you support. Um, I think it's great. I don't think Leeds fans will think that at the weekend when he comes up against them. But uh, hey, oh, um, Graham, because Leeds is in such desperate need of a. Of, of a result I think they're going to get a point I think they're going to draw one all I can't see them scoring more than one goal um, from when I've seen them live this season they don't create lots of chances and when they do they don't have anyone seemingly to finish them off um, and because of that I think Brentford will score first Leeds will score an equaliser and will take a point but will that point be enough? 
Yeah, because that leads to the, the, the playing to Geldhart up front, who who is a try. He's a good player, but he's yeah. not. He's not a Premier League striker at the moment. He really isn't, and that's why they bought Pascal Striker on. He scored the injury time goal. Yeah, he was playing centre forward, and he came on with ten minutes to go to play centre forward. That's how better what Dian, that that's leads his current squad. That's yeah. they had nothing they had no better options but to pull Pascal Strike up front. So that's where we are. Um and I think Marcel Bielsa uh, Leeds fans and remember he, he he built this squad and it reminds me of the Karanka situation, Craig, where he left before Middlesbrough got relegated and he avoided that on his C V, but it was as much his fault. Now. Yeah, I, I I don't think Leeds would have gone down with Marcel Bielsa in charge. But that's I, genuinely, what, I, I, genuinely don't see, don't. I don't see how we would have kept them up personally. Well, but well, anyway, I, well, my, my opinion, what my my opinion, my opinion is that he got so much more out of those players. Some, I, some players that maybe are not Premier League level that he made look Premier League level. In fact, some of them made, did, he made look exceptional. Did you see their bench on on that weekend, Craig? It was mm-hmm. they had a sixteen-year-old on the bench. You like, actually makes us feel old, girl. Um, James Gray's, uh, Andy Gray's son. Andy Gray, you speculated his son is on the bench. Eddie no, Gray's grandson. Andy, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, Eddie Gray. Um, no, it's Frank Frank Gray's grandson. It's Eddie Gray's nephew or something. Right, okay. Remember, remember Frank Gray, who was at Darlington? It's yes. His grandson. Yeah, it's his right. grandson. But it's a, it's the Gray Dynasty, which I love the Gray Dynasty. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's his grandson. So that makes us feel even older, Craig. Uh, so, we remember, I, I remember Frank Gray playing for Darlington, unfortunately. Wow. Um, but he was great for them. Uh, anyway, so... On to Burnley, Newcastle. Will, will that be enough for Leeds, Craig? Burnley, Newcastle? I think... If if I if I I see I think Leeds will get beat, but yeah. if I go with your prediction, which I can see, yeah, I think Newcastle will win at Burnley. I think Chris Wood um, gets in here and scores. I think it's a little bit. Remember when Chris Wood went? There was a little bit of rivalry between these two. It was a bit of needle, and I think that will inspire Newcastle. They were playing quite well at the moment. Yep, and they will uh, win the game. Newcastle two one. Oh, Grim, I I don't think Newcastle will so, win. So so I don't so I don't think Leeds. I don't. I think Brentford and Newcastle are both going to win. Obviously, you think that Leeds are going to draw. So what do you think Burnley's going to do? I think Burnley are going to draw. Also, I think oh. Burnley are going to draw one all with Newcastle, and that's going to be enough to keep them in the league. Fascinating stuff, isn't it? And obviously, Paul Jenks is part of the manager team, a guy we know, we both know well. He's done, uh, but Mike Jackson, ha- hats off, what a job! Him and Jenks have, have done a remarkable job there, Craig. Because the points they've accumulated since then, and I must admit, hands up, we I don't think we both we both raised eyebrows somewhat at Dice going, but uh, you you got to hold your hands up and say it, it was the right decision. I guess you have to. If a stay up, it was. Yeah, if they do stay up and they've got a great chance of staying up, then 100% it was the right decision to make. Yeah, yeah. And and so hats off to Alan Pearce and his crew up there. Um, yeah, we, we certainly didn't see that coming, though, did we, Craig, really? Green, but, there, was uh, a, there was a probability um, after the, the result in midweek where... You, you took, love this. You love your... Yeah, I do. Listen, right, so uh, it was Squawker Football that, uh, that did it through Stats Perform. AI, um, and they're predicting that Leeds United have an 84.07 chance of being relegated and Burnley have a 15.93% chance of being relegated. Interesting, because I was going to look at the probability, see what the... um... I was going to see what the bookmakers... Because a lot of bookmakers are based on probability as well. So they make... 
Um, Newcastle nine to four, Burnley thirteen to ten. Leeds now, yeah, they can't could split them either. They're very close. <laughs> yeah, so I think this do we th- this could very well look Craig. I think it, it secretly we're a bit a bit um. As, as fan neutral fans watching, we want this to come down the last five minutes in a split screen where anything could happen, don't we? Yeah, yeah, that 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 would that would be brilliant. That, there's no there's no doubt about it, Graham. That would be brilliant if it was coming down. But to... you have to be careful, like, like even Leeds, like say if they went went up two 0 early doors, then Burnley know exactly what got to do straight away. So although to be fair, Burnley know they need to win. Of the if Burnley if Leeds are getting beat, they just sit back and go for the draw. Listen, it's, it's, a, it's in Bur- it's in Bur- Graham, it's in Burnley's hands. If Burnley win, they're up. Yeah, um, so it will be it will be an absolutely fascinating weekend. So, Craig, you think that um, this is a bit of a reversal of fortunes, isn't it? You think that um, well, we both we both actually sorry, we both think Leeds are going down, but for yep. different 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 results. Yeah, I, I think Leeds are going down. I think West Ham are going so to. Craig, we've the whole season sixth. where I've been fairly negative about. Obviously, I've been fairly negative about Leeds, and I thought they were banging trouble. I think it's the first time you've said that Leeds might go. Leeds are going to go yeah. down. I think. I think and it is. It's, it's caught. I think it has caught everyone by surprise. And, and Remember, like, like, at no point, even when, even when they were getting bopped when Marcelo Bielsa was manager, at no point did I ever think they were in danger of going down. Um, I think the changing of the manager and the timing of that. If they do go down, I think that's what's doomed them to relegation. I think it's yeah, Jesse Marsh who's going to get judged on that, Graham. And I think it's I don't think it's fair on him either um, to be judged like you said. It's not his team, um, but I'm not sure he'll be given the opportunity to to build a team to get promoted. It's it's like what, when it's reminds me of the Millsby situation though. I think the Leeds board what if, if they had that in mind. At least give him a week in the January. Give a new manager a week in the January window to do something. It's just so yeah. hard to come in and not be able to make changes. And so, obviously, we won't talk about the futures of the managers of either club, Craig, at the moment because we don't know who's going to be in the championship and who's not. And we've got the championship left to come. It's but this weekend in the Premier League, it's brilliant to have the title, fourth place, and relegation. It's all we could have hoped for, really, Craig. Oh, great! I think it, I think it's brilliant. You know, it's gone into the last game where we've got the title to be decided. We've got. Sixth place to be decided. Got fourth place to be decided. And amazingly, one relegation I, think it's, place. It's, I think I think it's taken the whole it's the whole of the season, but we actually agree on the all three outcomes. Um, for yeah, we, we are. We're, we're agreeing that City win the league. So what, Tottenham you know, fourth, you do West Ham sixth. So one and of Leeds those, down. One of those is one of those isn't going to happen, Craig. Yeah, you know, you know it. One of them isn't going to happen. Yeah. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. Is it the title? Who know? You never know. Um, but yeah, that's us done for today. So we'll be back a bit earlier next week because we're going to do the European special with the Conference League, Champions League as well. But we're also going to touch on the Championship playoff final. Yeah. And there was there's another final, um, and the League Two playoff final, which is between Mansfield and Port Vale, Craig. Yeah. I think you tipped Port Vale, and I tipped oh, Mansfield. So um, we'll see how uh, they got on. And it is Huddersfield, Nottingham Forest, Craig. In yep. the championship final, and obviously we just wanted to touch on a subject well before we leave. Really, you raised this, and I was actually sat with, with, with my wife watching the Huddersfield game uh, when they beat Luton, and the fans come on the pitch. And I actually said to her at the time, "This, they need to cut this out, yeah, because someone's going to get really hurt." And I literally yep. said that to her, and then wow. afterwards we've seen the instances at Nottingham Forest and and Everton, and but it was always going to happen, Craig. If you're some some the, the these football fans who run on the pitch like this anyway, um, 
running past a, an away player and some of it is in jest, but obviously it, it, it can get serious. Because can you imagine the emotion going through these players? It doesn't take much to get a reaction, but they shouldn't be faced with a fan on the pitch. And I think, the, and I, I think they need the, the FA Football League. Just need, uh, It's a simple, Craig, right? It happens once, one match ban. Happens again, five match ban. Happens again, ten match ban for the club. I mean, fa- all fans banned from the game. Yep. I don't mean one. I mean, I mean you have Huddersfield to start next season with an empty stadium on the first day, and that's and I, and all not just Huddersfield. Anyone who's allowed pitch invasions because the clubs are allowing it. They were like, as we know, the Riverside Craig, we don't really see this very often. It happened against Brighton once. But yep. if the club, if the clubs really don't want a pitch invasion, it won't happen. Graham, do you know, you, you've hit the nail on the head there. Then, so clubs historically, right, have encouraged this. And what I mean by that is, when they've won promotion or they've had uh, last day survivals, they've actually tweeted out on their social media platforms. Things like limbs and scenes, etc., where they, they, there's, there's fans on the pitch. That's happened, right, to numerous clubs. Then when there's further incidents, people are getting banned from the stadium. Like, Hold on a second. You can't encourage it in one hand and then ban someone on, on, yeah. the, on the other hand. It is out of control. I, I do think that... Um, and, and Craig, if the, clubs, if the clubs come out and say, we can't stop them leaving the pitch, well, the, the football the, the, then the football league gets in touch with the local council and you say, you restrict their football licence to half capacity then. If they, can't, it, manage, if they can't manage those funds, I, I, half I, capacity. I think it's an easy one, like you just said there. They just say, right, okay, if if you go on the on the pitch, then you get a one match ban where only away fans are allowed in the stadium. So you have no home fans for that game. Away fans are allowed; they won't be put. They shouldn't be punished. The away fans are allowed to travel and support their team, but there's no home fans in the stadium. That's your punishment. Yeah, because it's not the, the away fa- and the away fans aren't getting on the pitch. No, they're not. Do it do it twice, and you, and you get a two game ban, uh, etc. It, they've got, they've know, got that, that's it's a one game ban for one, Craig. If you do it again, it's five, and then five, ten, f- yeah. fifteen. I, I, I don't, I don't disagree. The, the, yeah. the issue, I, the issue I have is player and manager safety. The Billy Sharp one was horrendous, absolutely. But it was coming. Horrendous. Back, you could see that Huddersfield, that Huddersfield Luton one, where and the it fans, almost went, yeah, the, and the fans run down the end of the pitch. It happened in all all the playoff games. I saw it, Craig. It happened in the all. Graham, we, where, we we saw a couple of years ago, didn't we? When um when Birmingham uh, played Aston Villa, we yeah, saw yeah, yeah. fan run on the pitch and assault Jack Grealish. Yeah, right. It's 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 been it's been to Birmingham had that thing with the goal didn't do something with the, the goal. goal listen, the, the years ago, yeah. a fan went on the pitch and assaulted the Aston Villa goalkeeper. See, that's like the, the one. The one. I I think it is hard for a club if if there's a one man pitch invasion. Yeah, that's tough to you, you can you can anyone can jump past one steward. But if the stewards are allowing the fans on the pitch, it's not acceptable. No, listen, and and on on, on the Vieira thing, Graham. Um, I'm I'm totally be behind Patrick Vieira on that. If someone is in your face, it's a bit, it's a bit oh, yeah. like social media, Graham, right? Where too many people think they can go on social media and abuse people without getting a smack in the face, right? Mm-hmm. Um, someone's in Patrick Vieira's face, effing and blinding, giving him all kinds of gestures, and he lashed out at him. Fair play, Patrick Vieira. Uh, I've got you hundred percent. Everton should have backed Vieira, but Everton should and should have backed Vieira. Um, and, and a quick one, Craig, we might touch on this way. It's a bit, a bit of breaking news coming out. Um, it surrounds the relegation battle. Um, there is a story on that. It's everywhere, actually. Um, Everton uh, are in a bit of 
issues with financial fair play. As you're, you're, yep. you know more about finances than me, it's in they're really struggling to meet FFP and stuff, and they're going to have to, they'll probably have to sell Cavett Lewin. Yeah. Although, to be fair, them two players we understand probably want to leave anyway. Yeah. The new twist in this, Craig, is Leeds, both Leeds and Burnley believe to have threatening the Premier League and Everton over damages yep. due to the fact that Everton have breached the rules so seriously. Yep. Um, it's one, is this one, how serious is this, Craig? Is it want to keep an eye on? It's definitely want to keep an eye on, Graham, because we, what we've seen... Because what, what is the... It, 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 I've read bits and pieces. I know the guy who was, who, who was doing the stories and Everton, our Everton correspondent, and, and I was talking to him today. And I said, well, what is... And he wasn't entirely sure. I said, well, what, what, if Everton are found guilty in the deal, what, what's the punishment for them? Yeah, look, the, 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 the issue is, Graham, the wider issue is, is clubs are now taking this into their own hands. So you'll you, you recall several years ago when West Ham fielded Mascherano and Tevez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got punished by the Premier League and the FA. On the back of that, Sheffield United had a private prosecution which they're settled out of court in a multi-million pound settlement. Craig, is it similar to Steve Gibson? So that's what I said to you. So recently, Graham, we've had Middlesbrough suing Derby County. Because this is this is more very similar, isn't it? Because Derby, yeah, it Millsborough claim that Derby abused FFP to get correct in the playoffs. So this is very similar then. But but what's the, but this is Premier League and AFL, and so it is. Although the, the crimes are the same, it's with two, over two different um, different um, go- different go- governing, governing bodies. bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 obviously the the Premier League Grim can can dish out a penalty a fine and potentially a points deduction to Everton. But for example, let's say that Everton were found guilty. It's hypothetical. Let's say Everton were found guilty, right? And they were fined, let's say, £20 million. Okay. And they were given a six-point or a three-point penalty suspended for 18 months, for example, right? Then whoever goes down out of uh, Burnley or Leeds United could theoretically take a private prosecution against um, Everton and seek millions well, of pounds think, of damages. Well, I, think, I think it's why Everton then used uh, millions from the Premier League, which have gained via this. It's a to bit... Def- yeah, it's a, correct. To, they, they, they'd be more than happy to pay that bill, knowing they've got the Premier League. Um, it, it's just... It's one to keep that... But because I, I what what I did wonder about this one, Craig, with Everton, I know we're getting engrossed in Everton. Was why what they they've obviously been dealt a blow by COVID, which every Premier League team yep. was. But is it more to do with this Alicia um, Usmanov and his money being yes. restricted or, or denied to Everton due to the yep. oligarch situation in Russia? Yeah, that that's a massive issue, Graham. Because um, if you look at the if you look at the way that Everton have been funded and the way they've covered... He's, he's a bigger part of Everton than some people realise. Massively. Yeah, but Graham, if you look at the way that they've been funded and their shortfalls in FFP have yeah. been covered by Usmanov, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's named the training ground. He's paid yeah. a first refusal for naming rights for the stadium. Yeah, he's, right? already, given, he's already given a chunk of that over to uh, help the stadium start at Bramley, uh, Bramley Dock, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. so uh, the fact that he has been sanctioned massively impacts Everton's finances. So also, so this is one to keep an eye on, obviously, Craig. Um, obviously, Lisa Burnley, whichever one, I guess it depends um, on which one survives, which one doesn't. But you think, so it's obviously, this is quite a serious threat um, to Everton. But 
they wouldn't, yeah, it's one of the people in the field. Do you think the COVID thing, they could appeal saying, oh, well, we struggled, it, it, we struggled really badly with COVID, so yes. they might get a bit of a break from the FA on that? That's that's what they'll try. They'll they'll, they'll try to use COVID, and it and, and let's let's not forget this is not the FA Graham. This is the Premier League. Okay. Right. So so this this these these are not FA rules. These are Premier League rules. Um. So it would be the Premier League that would be investigating, and the Premier League that would dish out any punishment, not the FA. The only problem is, isn't it? By the time this ruling comes out, um, Everton will be um already playing, okay. playing Graham, the Premier League next season, and uh, yeah, correct. And it's it's all in hindsight, isn't it? I guess. So. Yeah, but Graham, we're gonna have the same thing coming in the football league, right? Because parachute payments are distorting the championship so massively mm-hmm. that anyone outside of that to get promoted, so if Nottingham Forest go up this year, that will be a massive achievement for them because yeah. they'll be the only club. So, so we look at it now, Huddersfield Town have got to parachute payment. Sheffield United, who Forest beat in the semi-final of the playoff, had a parachute payment. So there were only Luton Town and Nottingham Forest in that top six who, who didn't have a parachute payment. So if they go up without it, fair play to them. However, any team that I see now, Graham, that challenges these teams with parachute payments is going to have to really stretch themselves financially. And that potentially leaves them open to face legal action uh, for breaching financial fair play rules. Yeah if indeed they do step outside the boundaries just to compete with these clubs that have got parachute payments. Yeah, it's a tough one, Greg. And I, I, my fear for the championship, Craig, is is the teams who come down who use the Bournemouth model of, of basically buying half a team in January, and I yep. worry about I, I hope we don't see it, but... Yeah, uh, I think you're right. Look, look, at the, look at the likes of Ethan Laird, Todd Cantwell. They, they just went for... Yeah, they went for quality, don't get me wrong, but they went for quantity. And they were, we, had, we, we didn't see Keith Moore the last two weeks of the season. And, and look the, at the impact he had. Because they could um, afford to do it, Graham, eh? Yeah, exactly, Craig. So let's hope we don't see that in January. But I do fear, uh, We I think we both fear that may be the, the Bournemouth model. Graham, I, 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 be the way forward. Yeah, what, what, what worries me is that I believe that two of the three relegated clubs from the Premier League from this season we'll finish first and second in the championship next season. Yeah, I've, I've, I think with Norwich, um, they're, they're, they're built to be yo-yo and they've got a great manager yep. to do it in Dean Smith. Obviously, Watford have taken a huge, huge... Huge gamble. In, in, yeah. in, and it depends on... Um, Who comes down? Yeah, it leads a bit, it's a fascinating one, isn't it? But we'll touch on that again. I think this story will probably get a bit more and you can read into it, Craig, and we'll have yep. another conversation about it next week when we know... We know which of these teams is probably going to be taking this legal action. So, um, yeah, a little bit of an extra day, breaking news, but um, it's one that will probably be hitting the headlines over the next week or so. So <laughs> thank you for, Craig, and your expert knowledge in that. We know finance is uh, your thing. Chapman, have a great weekend, Graham. Have a great weekend, guys. Cheers, guys.